The Shalene Show is brought to you by the Courageous Confidence Club. Confidence is a strength that can be built and strengthened just like any muscle. You just have to do the right exercises. Your success, your likability, your influence are all determined by your confidence. It's the number one factor in determining your professional success, your happiness in relationships, and your ability to raise self-sufficient children. To feel more confident in social settings, this program is changing lives. I hope you'll check it out. Please visit our website at CourageousConfidenceClub.com. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Hey, what's going on? So happy you're here. Always grateful. I'm so grateful for you, which means you are, you're the reason why I'm so happy. You're one of the reasons why I'm so happy. What we know about happiness is that you can't help but feel happier and in a better mood when you're doing things that you believe help others. Um, Happiness isn't about money. It's not about things. It's not about status. It's not about your weight. It's not about your position. It's really about two things. Number one, feeling gratitude. And of course, feeling as though you are a part of something bigger. You're helping other people. And that might be just your children or your family or a best friend. For me, I can tell you that I feel an incredible degree of happiness because because of you, because you tell me how useful the show is. And so thank you. Thank you for giving me happiness by letting me know that this has been, this is and continues to be useful for you every day. You know what my favorite messages are when you leave me a speak pipe and you're like, Shalene, I listen every day. And if there's not a new episode, then I go back and I re-listen to older episodes. That's amazing. I don't even know what to say. So I figured this would be a good time to leave a reminder that I do have another show. It's called Build Your Tribe. It's in the business category. But wait, but wait, but wait. Before you decide, it's not the type of content that will be useful or helpful to you. Let me just ask you this. Is there even like a 1% remote possibility that you could someday start something of your own, even if it's on the side, like just for extra income, like shoe money or vacation money or just in case or in case of a rainy day money, like if there's even a a 1% chance that you think you could and should perhaps do that, you should listen to Build Your Tribe. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm really excited about today's topic. So first, I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you're misunderstood? Like, do you ever wonder, like, what the heck is wrong with me? And why is my personality this way? And what is my personality? I'm really excited to talk through this because I'm not sure if you yourself ever feel misunderstood or or maybe you've been labeled as complex or complicated. And even if you haven't, I'll just bet you, you have someone in your life who is, well, well, they're complex, right? And I think that this discussion is going to make things so much easier. You see, some of the most complex personalities are those that seem to have this like dichotomy. Like it almost feels sometimes like you're two different people. You know you who you are, but then all of a sudden you've got this weird, strange reaction to certain situations that almost makes you feel like you have a split personality, and it's really, really hard to explain it to other people. And it can make you feel like you're you're crazy. You literally start to question yourself. 
Two of the most complex personality dichotomies are that of someone who's a shy extrovert and that of someone who would consider themselves an outgoing introvert. And they probably sound like oxymorons, but they are not. These are true types of personalities, and they are some of the most complex personality types. And I think by understanding what these two things are and how to best cope with them, if you are one of these personality types, and or if you happen to be involved with someone who's one of these two personality types, it's just going to make things so much easier. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I totally get it. It's an understanding. Okay, so first, let's start with an outgoing or social person. We know what that means, right? And conversely, we also know what it means to be to be shy or to have social anxiety. We know what those two labels mean. I mean, there's very few people who get that wrong. But where, where there's a huge misconception is with the terms introvert and extrovert. So you're going to hear a lot of people refer to themselves as an introvert simply because they're shy or they don't like to be social or they don't like a lot of attention on them. So they will, they will uh, inaccurately label themselves as introverts. And many people will use the term introvert to describe someone who just doesn't like social settings. It's kind of like a catch-all term for someone who is, um, you know, they just don't like to have attention on them. And you'll also hear people inadvertently describe themselves as extroverts simply because they are outgoing. But those definitions have nothing to do with being an introvert or an extrovert. Okay, so we are going to erase those definitions. You're going to get this right from now on. Let me break this down for you. An introvert or an extrovert, those two terms have nothing to do with being outgoing or social or shy. Nothing to do with that. Introvert and extrovert refers to where you get your energy, externally or internally. Got it? Okay, I'm going to really oversimplify this because I've, I've done a couple of episodes specifically on what it means to be an introvert or an extrovert. And I will put a link to those in my show notes if you would like to see more about this topic. But to just kind of overgeneralize this, introverts prefer to recharge by being alone. In other words, introverts get their energy internally. They tend to be a bit more sensitive to other people's feelings. Now, that doesn't mean that they're like, you know, nicer or have more empathy. It means they literally feel drained just by being in the presence of someone who's sad or being in the presence of someone who's like super high energy. And, and I don't mean this to sound like, you know, an introvert is someone who's more in touch with people. That's not the case. They are just more sensitive to other people's energy. Now, an extrovert, they often find, maintain, and recharge their energy when they're around other people. So like being in the proximity of other people who are high energy or low energy, it really doesn't matter. They kind of draw other people's energy into them, whereas an introvert feels their energy leaving when they're around other people. These two terms have nothing to do with being outgoing or shy. Nothing. Got it? And for a lot of people... The fact that we, we give ourselves these labels, unfortunately, they make us confused and they can damage our confidence. I think one of the best ways to feel confident is to know who you are, 
um, how you operate the best, and just being self-aware and, and knowing specifically when you're talking about your relationships, how to get the best out of your partner. Okay, so let me explain it this way. An introvert can be someone who's fine with public speaking. They don't mind, some of them don't mind being the center of attention or networking or introducing themselves to other people because, again, being an introvert has nothing to do with shyness or sociability. It's about energy. And conversely, an extrovert might be someone who hates public speaking. It feels very uncomfortable when everybody's looking at them. They would rather avoid a networking uh, scenario like the plague. They just, it, it, it has nothing to do with being social or outgoing. It has to do with energy. But that's why it can be so confusing to people. And that's why people tend to, um, well, they step outside their boundaries. And it can also be very confusing to you. So let's talk specifically to those of you who are what I call an outgoing introvert. It's a very interesting dynamic to say the least, to be so outgoing and to love people and to be that person who's super social and doesn't mind having all the attention on them. And you can take the stage and you can carry the conversation for other people, but it's it's really confusing sometimes if that's that's who you are. You're outgoing, you're social, you love people, you like to make people feel comfortable. But then it's weird because, and that makes you feel good, right? Like you like that about yourself. But then all of a sudden you will boom, like hit a wall. Like the, the, the tank is on empty and suddenly you hate people. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. You're like, get all people away from me. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody. I can't smile. I'm empty. I'm on zero. I'm, I'm, I'm fading. I'm melting, melting, melting like the Wicked Witch of the West. And for me personally, I am an outgoing introvert. I love talking to people. I love talking to strangers. I love asking questions. I love social settings. I love meeting new people. I'll be the first to introduce myself. I don't mind being the center of attention. I am very comfortable inviting people into the circle. I'm very aware of when people are uncomfortable in a social setting, and I like to take care of those people. I call them into the center of the circle or try to match their energy so that they naturally feel more comfortable. But yet, I would hit that wall, that like moment, and I can't even describe it, but I could, I can always tell when it's starting to come. And it's different in every social situation. It depends on how hard I'm having to work with my energy. And I don't even know how to describe this, except that there are some situations where when I'm in that setting, I feel because of my own energy, I feel so responsible for giving other people my energy that all of a sudden I hit a wall. And it's like, I'm done. I I have to go. Like, I really feel like my chariot has just turned into a pumpkin. And it's hard to explain, except have you ever had that feeling when you're not feeling well and you just, you don't care what's going on? You're like, we must go. I'm about to get sick. It's not that bad, but I literally can tell when I get to zero. And when that would happen to me, I'd feel really bad. I'd feel guilty. And I would think to myself, what's wrong with me? Why do I not? Do I like people? Do I not like people? What, what is this about me? And I've noticed that it becomes more um, pronounced, I guess, as I get older. And I think really that's more of me becoming aware. 
but recognizing how I can use it to my advantage and how I can be responsible about it. So in the past, what I would have done is I would have said to myself, you're a social person. You don't mind meeting new people. You're outgoing. So it's your responsibility to do this endlessly. And then without regard for my own energy, I would just do it and do it and do it and then feel empty. Now what I recognize is that I do like being social. I do enjoy people, but it's irresponsible for me to spend that energy without paying attention to where I'm at in my bank account. It's no different from freely spending money and never looking at your balance. You have to look at your balance. You have to know what you're spending and when it's time to recharge. So to those of you who are also outgoing introverts or you happen to be married or in a relationship with someone who is an outgoing introvert, let me share these things with you. First of all, you're not antisocial. An outgoing introvert actually likes people, but social settings need to be selective. In other words, an outgoing introvert, they will confuse you because sometimes they're like the life of the party and they want to keep everybody charged up and they almost grab the center of attention. But if it's the wrong environment, if it's an environment where people want to have small talk and talk about kind of like mundane things that aren't deep, that aren't meaningful, well, most Most, not all, but most outgoing introverts can't handle that. And so they won't want to create more of that. It almost wears them out because, it's my personal opinion, I think an outgoing introvert knows that that small mundane talk is covering up something. Like, and it starts to wear on you. Like, you could, your energy starts to leave your body because you're trying to figure out why people are engaging in this stupid small talk. What are you covering up? And that starts to drain your energy. So it's difficult for us to be in those kind of settings. That means typically, if there aren't people there who are like at least willing to have a real conversation, then an outgoing introvert will be like, all right, we need to go. This party's over. Outgoing introverts are terrible (laughs) about gauging how much energy they have and um, conserving it, if that makes sense. So if you think about a workout, right? And I told you, this workout is going to be 30 minutes and we're going to work at a moderate intensity. You would know basically how to conserve your energy. The same is true if I said, we're going to go four minutes, we're going to do a four minute Tabata and I need you to go as hard as you possibly can. Like, puking, looking for a place to escape, like you can't breathe, you're dying. I want you to go that hard. You can figure that out. You can gauge your energy. You can conserve your energy or go full tilt. Yet an outgoing introvert is often excited about social settings. You know, they're very comfortable meeting new people and kind of taking care of them. We often look forward to it depending on, of course, the situation. Like if it's a bunch of new people, eh, we're usually not like too excited about that. If it looks like it's going to be a long period of time, we're not excited about that either. But what we're really not good at is learning to conserve our energy. And that's what we have to get much better at, like recognizing that there's only a certain length of time that you can go. For me personally, like my max would be three hours around a lot of people. And then I'm like, okay, everybody go, done, we're over. Like when we film here at my house um, and we do a lot of stuff for like smart success or marketing impact. Typically, it's my staff and um, a couple of consultants and different people on the set like Tiffany and Lauren and Lisa. And um, sometimes there will be a few extra people here, maybe someone I'm interviewing. And even though I love all those people, 
it's too many people. Like if it's four or five people and even six people, like after about three hours, four hours, and I've been in hair and makeup and we, you know, meet before we film and then we film suddenly and, and my staff will tell you, they can probably tell I'm like, okay, I'm done. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm so done. And I'm not just done mentally, like I'm done from the energy. You know, they're human beings. I can feel when someone on my staff is going through something hard. I can feel when they're sad and when their heart hurts. And it might just be a normal, you know, up and down kind of thing. We all have it. Everybody does. I have up days and down days. I just really feel other people's energy. You can smile as big as you want to smile. You can pretend you're happy, but introverts, we can tell. We can sense when something's not right. Here's another really important thing for you to keep in mind, especially if your partner is an outgoing introvert. Now, because they're outgoing, we assume, right, because they're social and they like to be around people for a limited amount of time, we assume that they don't mind going to loud places like traditionally social environments, a bar, a loud restaurant, a crowded party. All of these things we assume because someone is outgoing that they don't mind being in that environment. But that environment for someone who's an introvert is like an immediate battery drain. In fact, most introverts hate going to loud, crowded environments where there's lots of noise, lots of talk, lots of energy, lots of people. It doesn't matter. It just can wear you out. It is like you almost walk in and feel like you're an empty. So just be very careful about that. Think about how much time you're going to be there. Be very aware, especially if that's your partner. Be aware of how you can get them in and out and and how loud environments are much tougher for someone who's an introvert to to thrive in. It's just it's uncomfortable. It's hard to explain, but it's you just hear everything and you feel everything and it's often the outgoing introvert that people don't think about that. They think, "Oh, well this person's really outgoing, so they'll want to go to this party or they're going to want to go to the wedding or they'll love being at this reception." But it can be very draining, which might explain why when you take a outgoing introvert to one of these occasions, like a very social loud event, they're in a bad mood afterwards or they're in a bad mood before they go there because they already know that it's going to be very draining. Now some real talk. Outgoing introverts are, they're people pleasers. They love people. They love to make people feel comfortable. But behind closed doors, in the comfort of their most comfortable relationships, they can be kind of, well, sometimes kind of inexplicably bitchy. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Because an outgoing introvert in certain social settings, it's really tricky for them. It's kind of like hit or miss. Because if if the vibe of the crowd is like a good vibe and there's good human interaction and people are actually being forthright and being honest and and they're actually, you know, not engaging in small talk and it's not loud and obnoxious. Well, then often an outgoing introvert is like perfectly happy. But if you put an outgoing introvert in a situation where there's just a bunch of people who are draining your battery or super annoying, obnoxious extroverts, it'll annoy the crap out of you and you just can't even handle it. And, and so for someone who's normally like outgoing and social and friendly, but yet an introvert, when you're in a situation like that, you, you just can't even handle it. You can't even hide it. You're like, get me out of here right now. And what you'll see with their behavior is a withdrawal. 
You'll notice that they stop talking, body language changes, facial expression not as happy, and it can be really confusing, especially if that's a person who's usually super social, makes everybody else happy, a people pleaser. And when you see this like abrupt shift in their personality, you think, well, are they mad at me? Um, you know, what's the deal? Why is this person being moody? Well, the truth is that environment can be really uncomfortable, again, for someone who is an outgoing introvert. I personally think that the outgoing introvert is perhaps the most complex of those personalities because they can confuse the heck out of you. They're really weird with their phones. So for example, an outgoing introvert loves to text everybody, loves to interact. But if somebody tries to call them and they're not in the right state of energy, they won't pick up the phone. They won't return the text. They won't interact because their energy is different in that moment. Outgoing introverts have a very difficult time changing the direction of their energy and their mood. So they literally have to wait until they're in the right mood, even to socialize, like in terms of an email, even to post and interact in social media. Okay, now the good news about an outgoing introvert. If we like you, we really like you. We don't waste our time with people unless we're completely crazy about them. And that's a really good sign because introverts have exceptional radar for good people. Your friend who's an outgoing introvert is the person who will listen. I mean, really listen for hours. Outgoing introverts, we don't like people who are like super loud and and, and just need to talk and need to dominate the conversation because, again, we know there's something underneath that. You can almost sense that somebody's making all kinds of noise to distract you from what's really going on. So the good news about interacting with someone who's an outgoing introvert is that we will listen, really listen. We're good listeners. We'll always be naturally in tune with how you're feeling. So we'll be able to see through any front that you're putting up. And you probably don't even have to tell us that something's going on. We'll, we'll most likely notice it before you even have to get there. So we're some of the best people you can have in your life. Another great thing about outgoing introverts is we're usually pretty level in terms of our mood. Like most of us have a very even level in terms of like what people would say highs and lows. What does go high and low, however, is our energy level based on our environment. So I'm almost 99.9% of the time happy. And even when I feel depleted of energy, I'm still happy. Even when I need like everybody out of my house, like go, 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 everybody get out, leave, go. I mean, that's what I want to say. I don't say that, but I feel that way sometimes. And even when I feel that way, that's just my energy that's low. My mood isn't low. I'm still happy. I still love people. I just am empty and I need to recharge. The last one, and you can take it as a positive or a negative. I guess it just depends on how you look at it. But an outgoing introvert is like having a human lie detector. We can always figure out the truth. (laughs) No, but for real, we really can. I think we have a keen eye for character. We're good at looking at microfacial expressions. We're good at reading other people's energy. We have like a BS detector that's hypersensitive which is another reason why when an outgoing introvert is around someone who is covering up, who doesn't come forward with what they're really thinking and what they're really feeling and they're pretending, those people wear 
us out. We don't like them. Now, I'm not talking about like you having to like spill your guts when you meet someone, but it's the phony. Like an outgoing introvert can detect phony from a mile away. The person who pretends to be perfect, the person who never talks about like what's really going on and wants to avoid it, the person who is BSing, like we can tell, we can seriously feel that and it wears us out. We don't like it. We know it's happening. We want to call it, but we're too nice to do that because we're social. We want to make people feel comfortable. That's the thing about an outgoing introvert is we're very aware of people's emotions and feelings, etc. But we also want to make people happy. We're people pleasers. So it's uncomfortable for us to be around someone who's covering things up, who's BSing, who's not being real, who's pretending. Introverts are observers. We are taking in all of the data. We're not just listening to your words. We're watching your facial expressions. We're watching your body language. We're also going to process it and think about it later. We're not going to go home and dig right into something else. We actually need to sit with it. Think about your conversation. When we meet new people, we really try to think about everything that was said and what was not said and what conversations or what topics were avoided and and how you interacted with us. And, And don't get me wrong. Being shy is fine. Being socially awkward is totally cool. An outgoing introvert loves shy, awkward people too. What we don't like, what we're really uncomfortable around is people who are phony, people who are BSing, people who are pretending. Dude, that wears me out. Wears me out. Do you hear me? So that's a little insight. Are you yourself an outgoing introvert? Are you a socially awkward introvert? So in other words, not only do you not like being the center of attention and are you uncomfortable in social settings, but you you really prefer to be by yourself almost all of the time. That's where you get most of your energy. Or are you perhaps someone who I would call a socially awkward extrovert? You love being around people. You like to have someone nearby. You like running errands with a friend. You like being in small groups of people, but you don't want to be the center of attention. You do not want all eyes on you. You're not the first person to walk up and introduce yourself. You're not comfortable in social settings where there's a lot of new people. You might be what I would call a shy or socially awkward extrovert. It takes all types. I personally think the two most complicated dichotomies are that of the outgoing introvert, which we've just covered, and the socially awkward extrovert. I like to say socially awkward because I think of that as an endearing term. Like, I love people who are socially awkward. It's adorable. It's the cutest thing. I don't think that shyness is cute. That's the truth. And for those of you who are in the Courageous Confidence Club, you know that's one of our rules. Like, you get kicked out of the club if you keep referring to yourself as shy. Because shyness in children is adorable. It's like, oh, how cute. She's shy. But with an adult, it just makes everybody really uncomfortable. Because there's this nervousness to them that makes other people feel nervous and then they start getting in their own head and they feel like everyone's looking at them and then that makes the other people feel really like a lack of confidence and insecure and nervous. And for those people who are confident, they feel a responsibility to take care of other adults who have labeled themselves as quote unquote shy. So if you're ever considering becoming a member of the Courageous Confidence Club, just know that's like the first rule. You can no longer call yourself shy. 
But it's totally cool to call yourself either formally shy or socially awkward working on someone who's becoming more confident. So my question for you is this. Are you a socially awkward extrovert? Do you have somebody in your life who you would consider a socially awkward extrovert? Doesn't love to be the center of attention, but likes to be around people. Doesn't want to be the first one to speak at the party or to take the stage, but really enjoys the company of other people and their energy. And if so, would you like a show devoted just to that personality type? If so, leave me a message. You can do so in several different places. You can go back to iTunes. You can write a review for The Shaleen Show. And at the bottom, the last part of your review, just say, I would love a show about those who are socially awkward, but extroverts. Or, of course, you can always hit me up by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. There you can leave me a personal voicemail message right from the website. In fact, you can even do it from your phone. It's really cool. You don't have to get nervous about it. If your recording sounds weird, you can hit delete and re-record it and just say, yeah, Shalene, I would love a show where you address being a socially awkward extrovert. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I was planning on today doing an episode, a follow-up episode to the episodes we've been doing on body image, but with it being just after Mother's Day, I thought, let's just take a break. Rather than bring up mom and dad and comments that other adults and caretakers made to us as children that have affected our body image, let's just talk about ourselves today and how we can learn more about how we can be better. And whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, if you're a lifer, you are my kind of peeps. And that makes you the bomb.com. <laughs>